This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right good evening how you doing hello bobby how are you I'm doing good. I just love when people just come through with a sexy voice and just such positive energy, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yeah, I see why you have a voice that's just made for phone sex. It just sounds so sultry and sexy. I can hear you uh, talking dirty to them dudes and they jerking off hard to see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's funny because sometimes I have them on speakerphone and I've heard so many different types of orgasms from men. And I kind of wish I could have recorded them all and played montage for you. Oh, my God. That would be that would be crazy because we'd be saying some of the crazy shit when we'd be coming. <laughs> we'd be sounding very crazy if he would yeah. be paying attention and everything. So it, how empowering is it? to not only be a dom, but the fact that it, I take it your main thing is the phone sex for the most Yes. I'm exclusively you know, I- available only on nightflirt.com. I'm trying to branch out into a few other things, but I'm moving very slowly. And I've been doing this full time for two years, ever since March 2020 with the pandemic I went full time with this and it's been very good to me and I'm so good at it oh my God. like I said how empowering is it that you have slaves and, and, and being a dom and you don't have to even see the people you ain't got to show video it's all about your voice and your personality and all that over a phone I know that's empowering as fuck Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) I know you made your ego feel good. (laughs) It does. And the thing is, is I'm pretty. I really am. But it feels so powerful to not give them any of that. And to just take control over them with just my words. And a lot of my clients, they're all different kinds of guys. They want all different kinds of things. But in the end, they really like the audio-only aspect because of this very close relationship 
And they tell me all of their secrets, things they would never tell their girlfriend, never tell their wife. They tell me, and we get to have a lot of fun with those fantasies. So look, before we really get deep into this, let me do my part tickets because I see this is going to be a good show because we're getting a perspective that has never been on the show. So this is a first. She's making Smoker's Lounge, Smoker's Lounge history today. See. Thank you. Thank you. You know. So with that being said, people, welcome to the Smoker's Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm and start podcasting today. I am your host, Kevin Arbor, Southern Champ, a.k.a. the poor rap star. By the name, you know what it is. Find all my links with one link at allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Let me tell you about three wonderful sponsors that we have. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community. LS meaning lifestyle. LSworld.com. Go there today and get yourself a profile right now. Also, the hottest erotic magazine in the game, people. I'm talking about eroticism magazine. So go to eroticismmagazine.com. Get yourself a monthly subscription. Get it paperback and mailed to you or get it digital and look at it online. And last but not least, but black owned. For your consumers, a new place where you can consume your X content. And for your content creators 90% profit and no hashtag problems I'm talking about excitebunny.com whether you're a consumer or whether you're a content creator it doesn't matter get a profile and enjoy the site today also we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network Plus, while you're there at that site, go ahead and check out some great shopping from over 500 black-owned retailer shops and boutique. I'm talking about shopgwdistrict.com. Also, check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com, as well as the BGPLLC app. You can download that on your phone or go to bgplc.com and listen to it. In, on your desktop or, you know, in the browser. So with that being said, I'm going to shut up and let this sexy, wonderful voice, who's also a dime piece, because the voice is just as sexy as the appearance, introduce herself. I mean, my queen. Well, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. My name is Goddess K. You can find me exclusively on nightfloat.com which has been holding it down for phone sex probably for over 15 years. I've been on that website for two years now, learning a lot, but it's great. I love being a femdom available for phone sex conversations. I do a a little bit of cam too and some content creation. I'm really enjoying erotic audio. But I'm also going to be doing some videos and things like that. I'm just kind of stepping into those directions pretty slow because I actually have a background where I know how to produce high-level content. And so I'm just trying to, you know, I have to teach myself how to edit videos and audio and stuff like that. And I have high expectations on what I want to put out. But it's been a lot of fun so far. Most definitely. Because, see, the thing about Night First had been around. I heard about it when I first got in the game. 
and it, at that time, phone sex was very, very much popping. It was probably popping more so than camming. Actually, it was a time where there wasn't much camming, but it was, you know, so, you know, the phone sex uh, service, which was popping, of course. And you have mastered it in an era where it's about video. You feel what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's one thing. How can I put this? I'm trying to put it in the best term. You're talking to them in the building. They ain't even seeing what the hell you look like. <laughs> well, well. You know a, what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a few different ways where guys can find girls. They could just call the number and listen to their voice. Uh, um, but usually they go to the website, and this is kind of where the girls put up their listings, their profiles, mm-hmm. and they can look at their faces and kind of see what they're all about. And there are a lot of catfish, and that's okay because some people really like that catfish kink. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, there's just it's just overwhelming with how much sex and variety. Like you can go to Night Flirt and you can kind of explore whatever naughty kink you might want or have. And I think that's kind of fun. I think guys should do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because to me it's like because like I said, your your main thing is audio. You don't do much video. Feel where I'm from, and this is why I say you were first, because all the girls I talk to, everything is based off of video, whether it's camming or content. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying, right? And you do well with audio base. It's kind of like, like podcasting, you know, like I, like one of my favorite podcasts is Jim Cornette, and he's you know he does wrestling with but he will never do a video podcast, but his audio podcast just as popular as the video podcast. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, how it did, first before we even get into how did you master this? Mm-hmm. How did this begin? How did you end up getting into the phone sex side of things? How mm-hmm. did you end up getting the phone the, the phone sex? Well, I love to talk. Even when I was a little girl, everybody would call me because I just couldn't talk so much. Mm-hmm. And I was also a hypersexual person, right? So I'm hypersexual. I have a lot of sexual experience, a lot of experience with kink and BDSM. And I worked radio for a few years. I was actually called the mistress when I was in my early 20s on the radio. And still yet, I wasn't doing phone sex till. Um, I was about 28 or 30 or um, I was, you know, somewhere around that age. And my old sugar daddy, he told me that I should open up a dungeon and be a pro dom. I didn't want to do that because of the investment, the safety, the security. It's a big investment. And so he, well, you always, he said, you always want more money. How about you do phone sex? And he was doing phone sex. He was a big customer, big supporter of sex work. So I tried it out in 2018. I think I created my first Night Flirt account. The very first day, I took a call that was on female supremacy, which I loved. I had a great time. He paid me $200. It was easy. 
And then I went over to my boyfriend's house and I told him like, hey, I $200 to do phone sex. This is going to be my side hustle from now on. And he didn't like that. Uh, See, he was approved. You know, she was the kind of guy that loves nasty women, but yeah. when she starts making money with her sexuality, it kind of kind of hurts. Yeah, because you have guys that they want you to be a freak just for them, but not for the world. Mm-hmm. And and it takes a strong dude that's secure in his manhood to date women like you to date women yeah. in his business. Yeah. You know, period. Because not every man understands that a woman can give away this pussy, her pussy a million times, but she don't give away that heart and mind so many times. Well, and there's going to be, whenever you do this kind of work or any kind of sex work, you're going to have so many guys worshiping you, calling you goddess, telling you're beautiful, paying you tons of money. And it just can't compare to what your boyfriend or partner Mm-hmm. provides, but they're in two different categories. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm sorry. It, it, make that money because you're going to spend it on me because I'm your man. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? <laughs> Christmas and my birthday going to be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you got that uh, right. So with you, I think what also helps you is that you are a femdom. You, you're in the lifestyle. You're practicing because it's interesting that you said become a pro dom so you was basically a lifestyle dom at first well i actually was submissive in the beginning i mean we all have been that you know as yeah. doms. you had to be a submissive first to even become a dom to be honest with you yeah and i think that for women it's just kind of like the typical thing you're like oh i want to be choked i want to be fucked i want to be tied up i want all of those submissive things and so I lived through that for many, many years, and I had a great time, and I've dated some really great doms, but when I started getting older in my later 20s, I really wanted to make that switch, and I really wanted to fuck guys in their ass, use strap-ons, and make them suck She got big dick energy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I just really wanted to be that woman. And honestly, all that you need to be that woman is the dedication. Like, you just want to, you just need to be her. That's it. Yeah, because um, as a female dom from talking to other women, I know it's empowering because it's empowering for me to be a dom. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's a different level of power. It's beyond attractability. It's, it's. Like with me mentally, I get turned on by the fact that someone completely has submitted to me. Yeah. Completely gave themselves to me or what have you. You know, but I even have a, a male a male pay pig. You know, I have female uh slaves slash submissives, wherever you wanna, you know, wherever that you wanna fuck you wanna for for you vanilla people, wherever you wanna consider it. Um <laughs> you know, in the past. So it's kind of like with you, what was your first Dom experience? My first Dom experience. Um, that's a really good question. Um, 
I want to say that one of my first experiences was um, with this guy who was extremely experienced in the lifestyle. <laughs> it's going to be a wild story. He came to me on Fat Life. Um, he was an older white man gambler, and he was locked away in a chastity cage for 24-7. And so... The, the relationship that I had with him in person was a financial relationship. And he was one that taught me about chastity and in person, uh, like in person slave master relationship, in addition to ball bust. Oh, guys, so, like he's nuts kicked in. I got you. Yeah. I got you. And it was, it, it was all of that at once, which was a lot of exciting things. I was like, I get to lock his dick and balls up. Cool. <laughs> um, it was, um, you know, he liked performing at service and he would get completely naked wearing nothing but his cock and ball cage. And he would clean my apartment. He would spend like eight the laundry doing the baseboards hanging curtains and I would just be sitting there taking phone sex calls you know I would bark on my couch and he was completely naked doing this and how I would thank him afterwards was smashing his dick and balls he really liked extreme cock and ball torture which pushed my limits but it was fun. It was an experience. That was my first one. You know, he paid me. It wasn't, there wasn't much, um, there wasn't much relationship there that wanted to take it further. So that was very short-lived. But see, but see, to be honest with you, when it comes to the lifestyle, sex mm -hmm. is not really a part of it. Right. It's, if anything, is a bonus and a gift, per se. Mm -hmm. Or how you would present it per se, but from what I have learned, but it's if if, if I always said this for male doms, if all you do is fuck your slave, then you're not a real dom because yeah. it's supposed to be about the mental aspect of things. Well, you, and you, I think that's very diff. That's very important to think about when considering in-person power exchange dynamics, where yeah. I am dominating you in person and. Yeah. Switching it up and doing it over the phone. Oh, yeah. Because I can't make you get on that floor like I can do in person. But, you know, the experience is similar but different on the phone. Yeah. So, now, <clears throat> with, uh, like I said, the phone sex, um, you, you do you know, your dom sessions, phone sex calls, or what have you. And um, what's the different type of slaves that you cater to? Because I know that there's different ones and, and different things that they want. And like I said, th this is audio. You know, right. No video or what have you. So what's some of the different things that they ask of you as a dom? So um, I call them clients. And um, I service a lot of people who are into cuckolding whether they have been in cuckold relationships and that relationship ended and now they're single or they're like a cuckold wannabe and they just jerk off to that porn all of the time. So lots of cuckolds, lots of 
sissies, which are cross-dressers who are really into sexual humiliation. Um, I do some financial domination clients. So guys that just like to pay you lots of money. Homewrecking, which is really interesting. They pay you to create a fantasy where you're just going to destroy their man. Say, I'm about to blackmail you. <laughs> yeah, you know, blackmail you to your fucking fat ass wife. Right, blackmail <laughs> is a hugely popular sex fetish, but it's not something I have a lot of experience in. So that's something like if if somebody wanted to call me and play around with blackmail for my first time, that's like something that somebody could do. But I don't have a lot of experience in that. So. With um, how often? Well, it, what's the frequency that you be on there? You know, period. Because I'm pretty sure this is like now a full time thing for you. Yeah, yeah. For the most part. <clears throat> so you can find me on Night Flirt Monday through Friday from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. and that's Central Standard Time. So I log on for about five hours. It's kind of like improv acting in ways I have to be on my game every time somebody calls and I sort of recognize their voice or I have a few notes on you and I'm like okay Bobby really likes to worship my big ass he likes my feet (laughs) (laughs) and I know how to like I try to pick up from the last call hopefully so how do because you do take pictures um i've seen your advertisements and everything how do you use the pictures to draw them in for for the night flirts because like i said before your game is audio and people i'm going to keep repeating this throughout the damn show because understand she is doing it and making money and probably making just as much money as some of these girls that are sitting here busting it open with a camera Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm coming from? Because understand, for you to been doing night flirts for two years, that means you've been making some fucking good money at it. I know. I've been in the business long enough. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, whenever I got into the phone sex game, I saw tons of advertisements saying that you could make $100,000 a year as a phone sex operator. And I was like, wow, I, I can do that. Yeah. And so I paid the $600 for the total lip service phone sex training program. I bought the books from Amberly Rothfield, where she teaches you how to make $10,000. I've read those books. I've purchased them. And it's a lot of information, but it's true if you do apply that information. I'm not going to say that I make $100,000 a year. Not there yet, I'm working my way towards it, and I'm you not thumping. <laughs> you thumping because see, because like for example, you had, you're one of those few people that don't need to do content if she don't have to. Because yeah. one, you in a niche market because you're doing BDSM, mm-hmm. and once again, I can't repeat this. I, I can't keep just. I, trust me, it's it's the reason why I keep saying it. She's killing it with audio. You might see her picture. She don't show no tits. She don't show no coochie. She don't suck a dick. 
Yeah, the website actually doesn't allow you to show. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like you, 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 you have mastered making money off of phone sex. You know what I'm saying? So, what's some of the techniques? Like, if there were girls that came to you mm-hmm. and they said, "Teach me how to be a great phone sex operator." What do a girl need to be successful in this field? You need to give a lot of time to researching and really knowing what these kinks and fetishes are. So like when someone calls you and they're, they have a foot fetish, you need to know exactly what about the foot turns that person on. And you need to know everything about like how that person would engage sexually with your foot. And you need to be really creative. Because that person wants to hear something that they haven't ever heard before. And they want to just be brought to that edge, you know. So you have to really do your homework and learn about all of these different things. And you have to have a niche. You have to be, like, confident that, like, if you're going to do foot fetish, just do foot fetish. And do that really, really well before you branch off into something else. But also, it's it's a business and you want to do really good customer service to everybody who calls. So like, even if you're a dominatrix, you know, like try to give that person what they want and try to do a really good job. Because if you, if you don't try, it's going to show. Because, um, now here's a question I ask because like I said, your brand is based off audio and I take it also, some in person, am I correct? Um, I'll meet up for with someone for like a cash meet for over like six hundred or eight hundred dollars, maybe. Mm. But that would be it. See, people, I'm telling you, if you master being the dom, if you can make money, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to meet up with people in person only because yeah. it's so dangerous and yeah. I could make that money by staying at home. So like yeah. why risk the endangerment of my safety? Yeah. And see too also and see too also within the market that you're in, you really gonna screen even more heavier because let's be frank, you ran into a bunch of bullshitters. You run into a bunch of people that may not necessarily be serious sometimes so the so with you it's kind of like for them to see you is a great honor because it ain't just they come to see a porn star no they coming to see a dom yeah so so the way that and the level of what you would consider to be criteria for someone to be in your presence will probably be at a higher grade than that if a female that does webcam or even normal escorting or a porn star. You feel what I'm saying? I feel you. Yeah. It's a, it's a different it's a different level. I tell people that. You know, and I've been said there's only two ways that you make money in this business. And you don't have to worry about sucking a human dick, technically. That is yeah. you're doing some extreme BDSM, which is on this level, or you a top notch webcam. You know, period. And you're one of the ones that I said, no, she don't have to. You, you, she don't have to fuck a damn soul to get her money. <laughs> she fucks their mind up, though. She minds oh, fucked them, see. They love the mind fucked. They yeah. really do. 
<laughs> yeah, because, because because each of the point because that's what you're doing. You mind fucking me with your voice and and the and the imagination. It's like it's like closing their eyes and they can imagine it because they're hearing it. And I'm pretty sure that you also learn to be very descriptive in what the scenario is. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, this is a different level than webcamming because we're talking about audio. So now mm -hmm. you got to be more descriptive and more precise than you mm -hmm. would if you were on camera. So there's going to be some guys, very few actually, and they want traditional phone sex. They just, there's some guys that call and they want me to be their nasty white bitch. And I'll do that for them. <laughs> because, because that's just kind of like the thing that they want, right? They don't want a dom. They just want like some traditional stuff. And I'll do that. But it's not really what I really do. A lot of guys call for some jerk-off instructions, and I tell them exactly how to grab and squeeze and pull on that dick. But a lot of people will also call because they want to explore anally or do other things. And so there's so many different ways that you can sort of engage with someone like me. Yes, yes, yes. I see. I see. You know my homegirl. Shouts out to Paisley Hayes. That's my buddy. <laughs> I are collabing on a virtual project that we're going to be announcing in a few weeks in July, and we're really excited about that. We just met each other in person this past weekend, and we loved mm. each other's energy. Yeah, she is a sweetheart. That, that's my homie, yo. She's good. She's good. She, she's one of the other... I say she's one of the baddest female podcasters in the game. She just don't know it. <laughs> she don't know it yet, but she get there. So, now, let's get to the hard questions here real quick. Now, you've been doing this two years, mm -hmm. okay, and, and been successful at it. Now, how do one... Because we always talk about brands, Everybody has a brand, whether you whether they know it or not. And part of your brand, you say you plan to expand, expand your repertoire into video. Mm -hmm. You know, first of all, what type of video are you talking about doing, and what was it that kept you from jumping into video beforehand? It's a really good question. So, um, what kind of content do I want to create? So, I want to mostly do audio that is layered on top of creative video clips that I that I do that's more kind of like stick b-roll so it's not it might not just be me like talking to the camera it might be like a little bit of my glove or a little bit of my bra and all of that kind of just cut up and mashed together because I want to be able to reuse this on lots of audio videos and then I want to layer in different types of audio on top of that. So, Does that so, make so sense? Basically, yeah, I see like what you're saying. So basically, video. I get what you're saying. It's kind of like you. It's not that you're doing an actual video. What it is, it's an audio video. It's an audio video visual person. Yeah. And I'm trying to like. I don't want to be like every other porn or dom that I see on the internet. I'm trying to be a little bit more artistic and creative about it because I do understand the allure of seduction and mystery. Yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of like, like for example, like with, like one of the, the companies I really love is Blush Erotica. 
and what they do is they have the porn scene, but they have audio over top of it, like a erotic mm-hmm. poem or erotic story, what have you. Yeah. So, and with you, it's kind of like you're now your brand. You're making your brand. How can I say? It's audio porn. <laughs> yeah, which you're is actually, a thing. Yeah, audio yeah, porn yeah. is hugely popular. Yeah, because it's kind of like. And all intense purposes, like you can even go as far as put your shit on Spotify almost because well, it's audio. I have, when, I have dreams that I want to do that. Like it sounds a little weird, but I want to create a whole fetish album <clears throat> where I'm talking, but it's almost like each is a song, but I'm not singing. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to be a singer. It's going to be audio porn, but I'm going to try to put it on Spotify. No, because actually you can. Um, because think about it, you have <clears throat> the people that have like the audio books or they'll tell stories when they, with their podcast, you know, period. And there's a place for it within the podcast community, within the Spotify and all that, because it is audio, you know, period. Mm-hmm. And plus, you also doing something different that nobody is doing, you know, period. You actually becoming the first because I never heard anyone doing it the way that you're doing it. Or even doing it like that with audio, period. You well, feel what I'm saying? I think of it as, you know, I'm an audio artist. I'm not a singer and I'm not a comedian, but I'm somewhere in between. And, you know, we can be on Spotify, too. We could have our podcast. In fact, there's tons of people that have come before me that have great podcasts and audio porn all over the internet um and i just want to be like the next person that's putting it out there because yeah. you know i find interesting i wonder why ain't no one put like something that on spotify mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying before now because i would think okay <clears throat> you basically say what the fuck you want <laughs> So, how far fetched is it that someone's having a descriptive sex session or a dom session for the audio for that? You get where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. I would think mm-hmm. that somebody, I think that would that that would been a route that somebody would have took, and no one had. I guess because they scared of what uh, that, that Spotify might have an issue with or something, but I don't see how they would. Cause audio. <laughs> Yeah, you could say yeah, a lot. You could yeah, say Yeah, I lot. mean, think about it. You had, you had Cardi B has WAP on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Think about the rap music and the music. It's just as sexual as hell. So, like, storytelling and shit like that, I, I think that would be part of the course. Actually, you, you, you got something there. I ain't even going to front. So my brand continues to evolve, (laughs) you know, like, I just think that's kind of what brands do, you know? So when I started phone sex, my brand was very different than what it is now. And I kind of allow myself to be creative and to go in different directions artistically, because I just want my, my callers, when they when they see me visually and they see the things that I make on like Instagram or Twitter, I just want that to like add to the excitement. They're like, oh, she's not only this interesting person to talk to. She's not only sexy, but this woman's fucking talented. Yeah, because it's like this. It's kind of like when I look at me in the podcast, like, for example, I might hear their podcast audio wise. Then mm-hmm. when I go see the video or see a picture, then they gorgeous as hell. 
which I tell, I always say this, divorce gets men what keeps them is how fine she is. Or they'll see the picture and then they go listen to the audio, oh gosh, she got a sexy voice, and then she's entertaining, it just seals the deal. Because mm -hmm. your ultimate goal is to be a part of their day, part of their routine. Yes. You know. Absolutely. Sure. So it's crazy. So now, the other question I ask is, because you 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 speak it with audio, that's the main yes. thing. It's, even with the video, it's still audio based. How do you stay on brand and not sway off brand or 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 buck on leave the pressure? Because you might have people that want to to do an actual video where you it's, it's not audio, it's actual video. They see you. Um, some girls end up. You know what I'm saying? Like they're doing fetish and they end up doing boy girl. You feel I'm coming from? How do you buck from the trends and the pressure to stay on brand with your vision and not falling off the path? You get where I'm coming from? Yeah. You know, I think in the beginning when I first started phone sex, I was much more influenced by the pressure of trends and kinks and things like that. Like, I would have been much more open to do things that I'm not interested in doing because mm. I was inexperienced. Mm -hmm. And so as I continue to get more and more experience, I realize like, oh, there's a ton of shit I don't want to do. There are uh, things that I really enjoy. And so I'm going to continue letting myself, you know, host conversations on that I enjoy. But by doing that, like, I have conversations on so many wild, crazy things that I did not think that I would enjoy. But it's kind of funny, you know, like, mm -hmm. when you spend hours every day on the phone with someone, and they're kinks, and they also pay you lots of money, mm -hmm. the power is very um, easy to like their little kink sense. No, I understand shit. No, you get dig through the money. It's mm -hmm. just facts. <laughs> well, and and, for most but, people, it's all fantasy anyways. Yeah. You know? I'm just going to say this. There's a lot of females that listen to this podcast right now as we speak. And they're like, I hate her. Because she... <laughs> that she, she... All she got to do is talk to him. I got to sit here and play with a dildo. I gotta do a game, right? <laughs> and she doing way less and making more money. <laughs> well, no, that gangbang pays. You know? I mean, no, gangbang pays, but I mean, think about this for a second. Okay. Yeah, gangbang pays, but think, I mean, let's keep it 100. Can I keep it 100 on my show, okay? I'll give you the equivalent. All right. It's like a person that can knock somebody with one punch versus. This dude had to literally scrap for five minutes to win the fight. And every time you look, that person is a one-hitting quitter. And they're going to be like, man, I wish I had that hitting power. Like I said again, you don't understand. For me talking, doing uh, over 100 interviews, talking to well over 100, probably more than that, females in this business, you have you don't do as much to make the money that you make as other girls in this business have to do to make that money. You feel where I'm coming from? 
you have it's like trust me after they hear this you might get hit up in the dm of girls saying can sensei master (laughs) (laughs) teach me teach me my goddess because understand something you don't have to show your face to get face money that's impressive you feel what i'm going from you know what i end up teaching girls all things if they do come to me i look at their night night flirt profile and i'm like oh honey and i teach them (laughs) html like it's the weirdest thing like when you do this kind of work you have to know how to code code html and what super hot girl knows how to code html so i have to teach you how to like how to hack the HTML code so you figure out how to like make your profile look cute and all of this sort of stuff. But like, you really have to know these customers and know how to get them to click on you and pay and call you. Yeah, because see, because like I said, it's, I mean, don't get twisted. I know Night Flirts is, is, you might always say, is the grandfather of phone sex. You know, um, mm-hmm. top porn stars used it. Or what have you. But like I said with you, because like I said, this is the first. This is the first time I ever talked to somebody that exclusively just do audio. They do really no video or what so they don't webcam. You know, they don't play with a dildo. I mean, even with the dom the dom shit, some of these girls they actually do video. You know what I'm saying? They might be fetish video, but video nonetheless. So it's like, like I said, with you, you're unique because it, it's literally Straight up phone sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even sending motherfucker a picture. You get? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll send him some pictures sometimes. But I mean, you know, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it with you. They don't it's expect like, pictures. I'll tell you that they really don't. Oh, of course, because they come on night flirt. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But it's like for you to be able to have been so successful at this to where I don't need to go to any other side of sex work. I'm good here speaks volumes. You know, it's what I'm also it's also what I like about it. It's a great place to age in your sex work because Amen. because when it comes to phone sex, they don't really care about your age. They don't care if you have like a tight 18 year old wet pussy. It's really about the conversation. And so like you can be whatever age and give that conversation. Young guys love to fuck older women. And a lot of these guys are older men. So if you're 40, 50 years old doing phone sex, you're going to make good money. Most definitely. Now, she said money. So you know what time it is, people. Even though, yes, this is this is a actual regular episode. It's not a bonus smoke. Y'all know what it is. This is the time where the pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. They talk about the business. Yes. This is the favorite part where we tell you how the sausage is actually being made. Now, her situation is different as we have touched on numerous times. She's about audio. She's about phone sex. So now it's a different type game than what y'all have been accustomed to listening to on this podcast. So, of course, people don't realize the work it takes into this, even with your situation. I know it still takes a certain type of difficulty there is when it comes to this. And actually, to me, your difficulty is higher because it's audio. It's not showing no face. It's all voice. You feel mm-hmm. me? Even, even though you're on a site that's known for that steep, 
You feel what I'm saying? So, what's some of the things which some of these girls can actually learn from you because it also helps with other sex work? What's some of the things you do that when things times are slow, things are moving slow, you do to help pick it up, whether it's social media promotion, whether it's, you know, whatever. I'll take new pics, like I'll do a new photo shoot with a new wig, makeup. I choose bright colored lingerie. I think of colors that are going to stand out in pictures. Um, I'll re-record my phone sex listings, like the audio listings that people can listen to. I'll record audio and try to sell that. You know, like I'll, I'll write. I will sit there and just write all kinds of like naughty stories and like insults and things like that. Like <laughs> I'll just write tons of stuff and then read it and then read other things, you know, like watch porn, stuff like that, you know, but I get a lot of my inspiration from my customers. And I think that that's a great place for getting good inspiration. Now I'm going to ask you this. Do you offer or be requested custom? Audio. Yes. Oh my God. So, what's some of the like custom audio that you might get requested? Um, somebody with that would give me like a script or something for me to read. They'll send me pictures of their dick. They want me to talk about their dick, review it, rate it, um, or you know, and and tell them what they what I think about it, or they just have like a specific very specific fantasy that they want me to talk about. Now, what's interesting, which I'm glad that she said this, I, that she takes professional pics, that no matter whether it's phone sex or whether it's webcam or porn, pictures are very, very important because they're the advertisement. Mm -hmm. You know, period. And also, looking like a sex symbol looking sexy in the whole nine. So speak to that, how that plays into it also. You know what I'm saying? Because of you, because you take pinup type pictures, you take mileage type pictures. You get where I'm coming from? Mm -hmm. You know, period. So like the picture that they see is, you know, it gives sex appeal. It gives sex symbol. You know? Well, um, Red strategically is like the symbol of sex and passion and all of that. I'm always going to typically gravitate to a red lip, which really gives that sex kitten pinup look. Um, I keep, you know, like makeup, you know, like you are there to be a goddess and however you want to exemplify that, really put the effort in for, to doing that. I feel that wigs photograph really well on me. So I'll change up my hair color and the texture with wigs. And um, I try to go for bright colors to just kind of like launch off the page. But I'm not really like, I don't know. I just, I have to take a lot of the pictures myself. And so I just kind of focus on my face, my hair, and my tits, if that makes sense. Oh, no, I and feel I, what you're saying. I feel on Night Flirt, people really like a smile. And so I'm always going to try to sell a smile in those pictures.
Hey, it's Princess Havoc, your favorite BBW adult star and host of Causing Havoc, along with the fabulous Bobby Lucas, where we talk about anything and everything. Come follow the dopamine with us Sundays at noon, now with video, part of the Premium Smoke Room family and streaming exclusively on Anchor and Spotify. Run, don't walk to subscribe now. For only $4.99 a month, you get my show and for other great shows as well. See you there. Mwah. Hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, my internet went out for a second. See, I knew I knew it was going to happen sooner or later. It just won't go and let it be. It just won't go and let it be. <laughs> but now I'm finish what you were saying, gorgeous. Um. Yeah, just focus on your best features and take a good picture. I feel that smiles really kind of draw men in you know they could be you know if, if you got a good smile and I think sometimes people should show their smile more don't just focus on the ass don't just focus on the tips but really show that good face yeah because um because because with you it's like everything that you're teaching and it's mm-hmm. also psych- psychology behind it even when you were saying with the red lipstick you know what what is your background before you got into this business <laughs> i know that <laughs> business business i used to do this for big brands and mm-hmm. so you know um the world changed during the pandemic and so i was like okay do i continue working for other people or do I work for myself and become the erotic artist that I always wanted to be? And so it's been a lot of fun. Now I'm going to ask you this. In porn, ladies have to have multiple platforms, mm-hmm. you know, to make money for, for whatever reason. I'm fighting going to the various reasons. With you, with phone sex, do females need to just have one spot or, or should they have multiple spots? So I tried working on a different platform, like juggling two platforms at once, and I just didn't have the need to. And I didn't like the customers that I was getting from this other phone sex company. And so I didn't feel that that was necessary. I felt that if I focused on this one platform, it did very well for me. Um, And so I don't sort of dilute my attention trying to be everywhere at once. But now that I have mastered Night Flirt, I am going to try to slowly go into other directions. Like, I kind of want to do a podcast. I kind of want to do a podcast about phone sex. And so um, I'm just hoping that, like, a decision that results in good phone sex sales, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, speaking as a guy who... Actually, uh, just to give you the, the, the thought that I had when I got into the podcast, because I understood it really wasn't money in it at first. Even with, you know, because I even got a subscription base, I do pretty well with it. But prior to that, it was before they even like did subscription base on Spotify or anything of that nature. And my thought process is okay, how do I make money with this? And it was simple. I point them in the direction where I make money to my mm-hmm. point. And yeah, I can sit here and say that there is a sales increase. So yeah, (laughs) it's a sales increase because 
you you when you're on Spotify, you're on Stitcher, you on Apple or whatever, or Good Pods, because I'm on this one. Shout out to Good Pod, which actually does wonders for my ego because they do rankings, and I'm always in the top four, at least top ten, in sexuality and in uh, all health and fitness. Congratulations! And, thank you, thank you, and um, and it introduced you to a broader audience than a than a Twitter a Twitter would or even a Facebook or even the OnlyFans because who because one I don't give a damn how much money OnlyFans made it don't make more money than Spotify and it don't draw as much traffic as Spotify mm-hmm. you know or any of these other platforms because it's also with music and it's all types of audio so that means you know, you're talking about well over billions of people coming from all over the world just to come to that spot. And if they happen to run across your podcast and they're going to look at the description, they're going to see the picture, the cover, you know, you show that pretty ass face of yours and and guess what? They're going to want to look. And then you're talking about also BDSM. <laughs> well... You know, I'm here because of Paisley Hayes, because I really wanted to listen to her interview. And then I look at all of the other celebrities that you've interviewed, and you've got such a good client list. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, because the the reason why I did the podcast, well, one, to take the place of me chasing porn, because I'm always a guy, I got to have chase something, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I got to have I got to have more than one hustle. That's just me. This is the way I was raised, where I was born. You know, should do fun I, I, I might have to laugh. If I do that, I'm gonna have to, you gonna have to, to teach me. I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll tell you my secret recipe. Go ahead. You tell my secret recipe. Okay, then okay. Mm-hmm. We ain't gonna say it. We ain't gonna say it over the, the podcast. You had to. If we if we do say it, it's gonna be in the premium smoke room. Y'all have to pay mm-hmm. four nine four nine and nine to hear because the game is to be sold, not told. Now, but um, but yeah, but to me, what ended up ultimately happened organically is that I wanted the platform to showcase ladies like you, so people mm-hmm. can see the different spectrums of sex work, and also mm-hmm. to see that y'all women are more than than talking dirty or fucking, or y'all have opinions, y'all have thoughts. Not everybody got into this shit because they were broke. Some of these motherfuckers came from corporate America and just got bored with corporate America decided to change careers. That's all. Yeah. You know, we have families. We have jobs. You know, uh, mm-hmm. kill some of these misconceptions, you know, because I know you run into misconceptions as a, you know what I'm saying, phone sex operator, per se. You know, yeah. People always give me, like, weird looks because they are unaware that phone sex is even a thing and it's very much a thing like there's men that call me they're they're in their 20s all the way up their 60s there's lots of attractive men and there's a lot of very wealthy men that all call phone sex and they'll call for hours hours yeah (laughs) the longest call i ever had was eight hours long so now now, with that being said, yeah, yeah, it's a bill. A couple of bills. <laughs> Some people lie. But how do you balance it? Because I know you got to take care of home. I mean, I don't know what your personal life is, but balancing that with your home life, because I know phone sex is demanded because, of course, you're going to have 
people that want to call. You're going to have they're going to have private phone sessions. You know, that may not be within the time frame or your schedule that you normally do. You get what I'm saying? How do you mm-hmm. balance it? Um, I just work twelve to five, so like I don't make I don't make appointments or anything like that. Honestly, like mm-hmm. you know, I work from twelve to five. Sometimes when it's real lit and popping, when I turn my phone sex line on, somebody's calling me within 10 minutes and it's usually like a regular, like they kind of all like are sitting there waiting for me to turn my line on. And they get jealous when they see that I'm busy because they're all waiting to talk to me. (laughs) And I have a lot of guys that are like that. And so when it's busy, that's how it is. Okay, okay. See, see, I, you learn something new every day. God, I, you know something? I really, really enjoy talking to you, Miss Lady, because you have taught my listeners something very special today. <laughs> and I have to bring you back because we, we have a lot to talk about BDSM. Um, so much stuff, you know, even even deep dive even more into the phone sex trade. So with that being said, uh, can I call you a smoke buddy? Absolutely. I'd love to and be a smoke buddy. No doubt. And you heard it. So this goddess, this phone sex goddess will be back. And we're going to bring her on the premium smoke room. Y'all know what it is. Six premium podcasts, all for $4.99 a month. And you can listen to them weekly and it's video the only spot you can see video is in the premium smoke room because I'm nice and do a video for the smoker lounge which I plan not to because then that giving you something for free that I want you fuckers to pay for so <clears throat> so with that being said Miss Lady tell everybody where they can spend money on you you can go to my website that is Phone sex dom d o m m e dot b i p, or you can find me on nightflirt.com. Just search for Queen Supreme Kayla. No doubt. So, people, y'all heard it first. <laughs> yes, it was a great episode, another one in the book. So, with that being said, you know how we end these things. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge. Bye. No lie, this is the best dispensary in Oakland. They have a wide range of flour and eighth starting as low as 15 bucks. Have a Heart is the premier recreational cannabis dispensary in Oakland. They carry only the best California-produced flour, cartridges, pre-rolls, and more. If you need help ordering, the dispensary staff is extensively trained to answer any and all questions you may have and help you find the best weed products specifically for you. They have great in-store options as well as in-store pickup where you order online and skip the line. They deliver cannabis to Oakland, Emeryville, Berkeley, San Leandro, and Alameda. They're located at 709 Broadway in Oakland, 94607. Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Great shop, great selection, great price, great people, great vibe.